Go. Welcome to the Golf Podcast Live, brought to you by Mindshare Workspace and the ECS Agency. I'm your host, Raphael Kalamat, here in Toronto, alongside Michael Bleakley, who's in Vancouver. Uh, today, we have a professional PGA Tour champions player. Um, his name is Mr. Rob Labritz. Welcome to the show, Rob. Nice to be with you guys, Raphael, Mike. Nice to be back with you again. Absolutely. Thanks for coming back for our 50th episode. It's, it's only fitting that you are here, Mr. 50, living the dream on the Champions Tour. And uh, very congrats on the 50 episodes. That's pretty solid thank you. as well. Thank you. Uh, Thanks. Well, you've been here a couple of times. Uh, you know, do you want to uh, fill us in on the year? Um, you know, uh, you've got a lot to talk about. Also. I guess starting off with the PGA Tour Champions event at the uh, Sanford International in Sioux Falls, where you're still at, you know, Steve Stricker wins on the first playoff hole with, uh, of course, Robert Carlson. Uh, it was yep. fairly exciting. You had a great week, uh, a T21, a couple of rounds in the 60s with a seven under, a 67, 68, 68 to shoot 203. Uh, you're 37th on the Charles Schwab uh, money list which is also the points list. And, uh, but you're, you're tying the likes of, you know, Longer, Pernice, um, Mediate. You're, you know, you're in there week in, week out. Uh, tell us about this week over at the Sanford. Really cool golf course. First of all, thanks for having me on, guys. You know, pleasure talking golf with you guys all the time. Um, but uh, really cool golf course over here. It's the first time I've ever vis uh, visited um, South Dakota, Sioux Falls area. Um, very cool, nice golf course, Minnehaha. Uh, and, uh, you know, had some weather during the week. We had some, we had some wind and then we had some, uh, some, some rain and, and then some nice days too. So, uh, it's just a, a great thing for the area. Um, and, uh, yeah, it was a great event. Solid. Congratulations, Steve Stricker. I mean, he continues to make putts, uh, and continues yep. <laughs> to just, uh, you know, play solid and, and win tournaments out here, which is just unbelievable. Great champion. Yeah, I must give him a, a, a tremendous amount of confidence going into the uh, President's Cup as captain, you know, uh, you know, coming off a win, you know, bring that, you know, aura to his team. But we know that you've got something, you know, in, tucked away. You've got a win coming up really soon. You know, you've you've been knocking at that door because you're a birdie machine. I'm looking at the stats and I'm seeing mm -hmm. how many birdies you're making. You're just offsetting them with a couple of bogeys. That's all there is to it because it's, it's, you're a couple of strokes away from having a top 10 every single week, Mike. Well, not only the birdie machine, but like driving distance, 292.7 uh, accuracy. You're up there. Your greens and regulation, 70.43. Um yeah, yeah, I feel you're going to pull it off soon as uh, your swing looks technically sound. Uh, I was saying to Raph yep. before we got on that your uh, position at the top is something that, uh, you know, pros and amateurs uh, are, you know, striving to get to. It just, it just looks so technical. And, um, you know, we all know golf. It's, you know, eliminating bogeys. But where, where do you feel you are in terms of just, tidying up that little bit it seems like and and you're gonna have that w like do you feel you're getting closer and you know that you know fill us in a bit yeah definitely so i definitely feel like i'm getting closer and um you know i, I know the mistakes i'm making out there <clears throat> the mistakes i'm making excuse me um are a little bit of um i'll say rookie mistakes 
Uh, and I have to say, cause I'm a rookie. I, I think I'm allowed this year, although, you know, it doesn't yeah. affect your, your standing on the list. Um, you know, mostly <laughs> management mistakes. Um, yeah. and then, uh, in not knowing, maybe being a little too aggressive, trying to make, make a few putts happen, being a little too aggressive to some flags, um, learning, yeah. I'm learning every week. Um, you know, it's just been a, it's been a really cool process. Who's on the bag lately? Are you on it with a consistent caddy or you've been experimenting a bit still? No. So I've got a, a guy, uh, his name is Mark Schoenwald. Um, yeah. he's been on the bag since, um, since the senior PGA championship, we started out that week together, which was a, was a yeah. tough week for us with the rain and stuff. But, um, but yeah, we've been doing well together. We had a good place, uh, a good finish in the senior open, uh, the U S senior open we've, um, you know, he's been out here for 30 years, so I'm learning a lot from him. Uh, right. and he knows the ropes around here. So it's, it's really cool. He's a, he's a good guy. So we're having fun. <clears throat> Rob, I just, I can't believe it's been 20 events. You know, it's we're know. 20 events in and there's only a few events left. There's five events or so left, um, but only two missed cuts. I think you're having a stellar season, right? Uh, like I said, you're 37th on the money list. Uh, tell us about how the money list kind of works out with the point system because it works out in the old system where, you know, money is still very relevant because it equals points. <clears throat> Um, you're at 440,000 and change and uh, not too shabby. Uh, tell us about how that works and, um, uh, your tournaments that are coming up. Yeah. So you just want to be in that top 36, top 36 is where you're going to get all the starts. You're going to get all okay. the majors. You're going to get all the, all the events. Um, and you know, top 45, you'll play in from my understanding. Again, this is not, you know, I, I I'm, I'm learning as I'm going, from what I understand, yep. the top 45, you're going to play in all the events minus the majors. Um, uh, and depending on how you play. So, I mean, you come in and you start winning or, you know, you get that up on the list, and you, you know, all of a sudden you start climbing. So um, um, it's a really, they've got it broken down for years. I don't understand it. I'm not going to question <laughs> it. I'm just going to try to stay in that top 36 and, yeah. um, you know, have a good solid couple finishes coming up and, and I'm looking forward. I'm playing, I'm playing some good golf in a good place. So, uh, you know, we're having, Mark and I are having fun out here. It's, it's, we're going to, we're going to have some fun. We're going to pebble this week. So we get to play with some juniors. Uh, it's going to be really cool. Amazing. What, uh, do you and Mark work on in terms of, uh, strategizing for the next events? And, and I mean, obviously if you're at 37, so that's a very important place. Right. And, um, and so what do you guys work on for strategy and does some of your experience from Q school, um, help drive some of your decisions at this moment? Yeah, it's a great question. Um, you know, what we do is we learn the greens. We just go out there and when we play practice rounds, he's, we're chucking, we're chucking balls all around the greens, bunkers, uh, hitting putts, yeah. chips, pitches. Uh, I mean, mostly, uh, yeah. to be honest with you, that's probably 95% of my time. Uh, yeah. and then, um, and he's, he's, he's been around these, these events, uh, and these courses so many times it's, it's very helpful because he knows mm -hmm. where to miss it, where not to. And, uh, so that's what we, that's what we do. Um, we don't pay attention to the money list. I think things yeah. will just kind of take care of themselves. I'm not going to put myself in that. I'm not, I, you know, I've, I've stressed myself out over the years. I've learned not to do it and I'm not going to do it now <laughs> uh, in a place where, yeah. you know, I'm just going to play some good golf and enjoy every second, which I do out there. Man, it's, 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 it's like I say, yeah. it's a dream come true. And, you know, well, yeah, we've, been we've been, we've been talking to a lot of guys uh, on the champions tour and um, uh, also, you know, with John cook and, if, and they're always saying, you know, yeah, Rob looks like he's always having a great time. Right. And uh, I, I you know, mean, 
<laughs> I mean, you're living the dream. Obviously, uh, everyone knows that you're you're you still are a club pro and you're playing the circuit and and it's wonderful to see you enjoy it with your family from time to time. But we could see that you're also trending uh, score wise. I mean, starting with the uh, senior open and uh, where you, you you were seven over uh, one of only two cuts that you've made, but then you went plus six, plus four, minus two, minus three. At Ascension, you're at even, and then you're now at seven under. So there's like, you're, you're really trending scoring-wise, a lot more birdies uh, happening. You know, with all these courses that you've played, any favorites, anything that really suits your eye and you, you, you kind of played and said, you know what, I love this golf course. Yeah, every every golf course that I played well on. <laughs> I mean, I, I hate to say it that way, but yeah, you, you get good feelings about the places around it. I mean, every course we've played, don't get me wrong, is a great spot. Um, but yeah, I de- definitely tend to fancy the ones that are that I've played played solid on. Um, you know, all those scores, and if you look at it, are you know I do hit a lot of greens, uh, and that was one of the things that was kind of putting some putting a lot of pressure on my putting uh, because I do hit a lot of greens. Uh, and I was almost, uh, you know, say you, you reflect and you look back. Um, it's one of those things where, you know, I, I wanted to just come out here and just keep making putts. And all of a sudden the putter kind of went cold. Um, mm-hmm. I was hitting a lot of good shots and, and they weren't, they weren't finding the bottom. They were finding the edge, but they weren't yeah. finding the bottom. Uh, so, you know, working things on like my speed, my confidence and my self-talk and, uh, you know, um, trying to stay, you know, positive all the time. I'm telling myself I'm, I'm the world's greatest putter. Uh, in the last three or four weeks, I've just been telling myself that constantly. I'm the world's greatest putter, right? I'm, yeah. you know, I'm the world's greatest putter. You can keep telling yourself that and all of a sudden you'll see the ball start to fall and it's amazing what your brain can do. <laughs> wow. Do you, um, do you ever find you get pressure to hit it closer? I know Mike Weir had, uh, you know, had uh, problems where he just couldn't get the ball in the hole, even though he was on the green, but uh, um you know, Sid, so do you ever get, get in your mind about just trying to get that ball a little bit closer or, um, or do you just let it happen? Yeah, no, I just let it happen. I, Cause I do hit it close. Yeah. <laughs> if I, if I make putts and I hit it the same way, I, I play better. It's kind of funny how that happens. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, I don't really put uh, pressure on my ball striking. My ball striking has always been very good. Yeah. Uh, but good question. Yeah. Good question. Um, the, the short game is what I really need to clean up. I mean, I, yeah. you know, I've got out here and I, I watch these guys who are the best in the world. And wow, I had a lot to learn. So, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, Mike yeah. mentioned uh, <laughs> a couple of stats, Rob, you know, uh, the uh, driving distance is one of them. Obviously you're one of the longer guys out there on tour with uh, your average is 292.7. So you're, you're at in 13th, your putting average is 62nd, 1.817 uh, driving accuracy percentage. Pretty great. 62.72. And like you had mentioned as well, the greens and regulation stat at 70.43. I'm noticing 21st. Yeah, it's 21st. But usually the uh, greens and regulations percentage, be it the PGA tour or any other tour, right when you start hitting around the 75% mark, you're starting to see all the top. 15 players that's where they're really hitting so it's it's a couple of percentage points away i know you're hitting those greens you're doing really well uh but it just seems like you got to hit a few more but you know it's so mm-hmm. much easier said than done you know mike and i talked before the cast and we're like okay we're gonna break down his stats and tell him what's trending what's not and we're like this is so hard for us to do because we're both players mike's a top amateur player i'm a golf yep. instructor so um yep. you know it's 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 easy to say 
but it's it's hard to do. Uh, what well, was the what's but, the biggest learning curve you find uh, uh, playing out there on tour? Yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's nice. You guys are looking at the stats, and the stats speak for themselves. I mean, I'm out here now that I'm gathered all those stats. I look at those stats and I say, wow, I'm deficient here. And I didn't yeah. realize that I was deficient there, you know, when I didn't have those stats before. And all of a sudden you're like, well, wait a minute. Why, why my scrambling is not as good as it needs to be. Um, yeah. You know, so I better, I better improve. And why, why am I not doing that? And then you might have to seek out your coach as, as a coach. Right. Yeah. You know, so I've, I've kind of seeked out my coaches and talked about some things and I got to play with Jose Marie Olathabo and watch him, you know, uh, use his wedge around 36 holes uh, at the senior PGA, right. which was yeah. really cool. Um, so, uh, what was the other question you, you asked Ralph? I, I, I might have whiffed on it. I, I don't know. I, I might <laughs> okay. remember what I was talking about. I was just listening uh, to what you were saying. Yeah, no, but I, I'm still, uh, enamored by the 292.7 driving distance. I'd love to have that over here at sea level in Vancouver, but, um, 366 yards, your longest ball, uh, up in Alberta in, in Canada. So, uh, it's pretty huge, right? So, um, yeah, I think, and again, as you just said, Rob, you're scrambling 52.33. So, uh, you know, and these are like those micro details to the golfers, right? I mean, if you, uh, 5% improvement here and there, and all of a sudden that's the difference in, you know, four shots over a tournament and you're there in the top three, right? It, it's really a, a fine line we're playing here. You're playing. You so got we're, we're watching. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, but you're actually helping because you're able to break it down as well. So, I mean, you look at the stats and you see where it's deficiency. It's not, this, this isn't rocket science. Right. Yeah. And then you just um, look at the numbers like, okay, I got to, I got to improve here. And it's yeah. the truth. And the driving distance doesn't really do it. Doesn't do it justice because there's times where they're, they're checking holes that I'm hitting three or, or hybrid even. Right. So it's not a fair representation. I've hit yeah. some b- balls that are longer um yeah you know, and that's that represented by and... those eagles <laughs> <laughs> because I, I, you, you're getting closer to the hole than a lot of the guys so you know a lot of those guys are are only hitting at 265 275 right right in in, in that area and you're getting that much yeah. closer to the hole so one or two irons difference means you could dial it in and get it within mm-hmm. 10 feet a lot more often than than the other guys so uh, that distance really helps as long as it's, uh, it's on the fairway, as we know, <laughs> distance doesn't mean yeah. much when, when you're in the cabin, when you're in the trees, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah. There's not a ton of rough out here. Some, some weeks, uh, you know, are thicker than others. Uh, we had some rough this week, uh, senior open was rough and, you know, when they can grow it kind of up in the areas, the Northern Wisconsin area, we had some rough and so yeah. it's uh it's cool to play each, you know all these separate conditions too getting to learn different grasses. I played on Zoisha for the first time in my career. Oh, I yeah. never played on Zoisha before. No, uh, well, so yeah. I played on Zoisha. It was kind of yeah. cool. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah, no, I I think you have a, a mental advantage because it's fresh and you're you're it's fun and you know so like some of the some of the other guys might be grinding more and, and they've been doing it for a long time and the travel could be bothersome to them but I think the fact that you are out there with a smile and enjoying it uh, a lot it bodes well for you to 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 crack the egg here and uh, and and get through so because. Uh, I mean, like and any of us would kill for a lot of these stats here and, and really like, you know, uh, fine tuning this all and like, look out. Okay. It, it's, 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 it's going to happen. 
Yes, it is going to happen. I agree with you. I appreciate that uh, as well. Uh, that's my feelings. And just got to be patient and, and keep having fun. And yep. the more I have fun, it, it, the, I can't say the easier it gets, but the more I have fun, uh, it just, it, it's still, still the dream. You know, it's like, well, this yeah. is so great. Uh, you know, I get to play golf for a living. I mean, think about it. You get paid for it. It's crazy. I don't even understand it. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Excellent. I don't get is, it. But. Is there anything like aside from the you know each week traveling? Is there uh, is there any cities that like uh, have restaurants or certain like entertainment um, attractions that you're looking forward to going back to next year? Frank's Steakhouse, I think, in Duluth, Georgia, um, yeah. was really good. Wow, that was oh. yeah. Um, probably one of the best steaks I think I've ever had. And yeah. I traveled up there through Iowa and Wisconsin. There were some great steaks up there too, but yeah. I, Frank's just sticks out in my brain. Yeah. <laughs> um, some of the other places we travel to, you know, I don't, I'm usually at the course, Mike, all, all day. Yeah. I'm, you yeah. know, I'm in, if I'm not there, I'm in the gym and if I'm not there, I'm sleeping. So I don't yeah. really have time for other things. And, and if, if you guys have an idea of what I could do in some of my spare time, um, happy to listen because I, <laughs> I need things to do, which yeah. is weird because I come from always doing things every right. second of the day. Right. right. And all of a sudden I have this free time. If you're not practicing, working out or meditating, right. What do you do? Yeah. It's like, what do I do? Do I go for a walk? Do I, I, I don't know. So have, any yeah, ideas have, are things, welcome. <laughs> have things changed for you, Rob, as far as uh, making new relationships with players on the course or off the course uh, people working and traveling with the tour. Uh, maybe there's some go-to players that you, you might have a supper with because a lot of these guys look like they like to have a drink and eat. Uh, they, uh, they're not oh, as fit yeah. as you, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's all good, man. We all have our things, yeah, but um, yeah. yeah, I mean, we, we do have dinners together. We'll meet out for, well, you know, have, we, we have, uh, what is it? The pairings parties that we go to. So we're always doing something, but it's really, it's, it's not so much, it's not so much the nighttime entertainment. It's kind of like, say you have an early tea time or you have a late tea time at one o'clock and you're, it's a tournament tea time. You wake up at, I wake up at six. Okay. So now I got seven hours to, okay, I'll do my workout, eat breakfast. Okay. Then what do I do for the rest of the hour before I go to the golf course? Right. It's just finding those little the nuances. Sometimes you, you talk to your family. Sometimes you answer emails. I still get a lot of emails and stuff, but, uh, I'm looking for something to do. <laughs> yeah, but that's a good point because uh, anyone who plays uh, tournament golf uh, can deal deals with that. So if you have a late tee time, that means you played well, which is great. But then, how do we fill that time um, and, and yeah. not get our mind distracted or do too much? Right? You don't want to go and hit 300 balls and chip and putt for two hours and then be tired. So it, it's. Uh, um, it, 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 there's an art to, uh, filling in that time, I would assume. And going back to bed for two hours is probably not it either. So it's like, <laughs> no, <laughs> so, cause yeah. then your body falls asleep again. Right. You know, you're not, yeah. you know, you you don't get your muscles engaged and it's, yeah, it's, you got to warm yourself up again. Yeah. It's, it's again, these little things that nobody really thinks about when you're out here, these are kind of the things that, you know, dictate how you're going to play, you know, and yeah. if you can get your brain turned off and, and all that good stuff, you know, so. Then as an uh, amateur, these types of things yeah. come up and then, you know, you have a one o'clock tea time and 1245, some work stuff calls and you're like, oh my God, now you're distracted. And like, so, um, you know, you're f so fortunate to not have to deal with all of that. Yeah. And how's things back? I'm sorry at, about uh, that. 
Yeah, no worries. Don't be sorry. No, no, <laughs> live it, live it. So, and uh, how's everything back at Glen Arbor? Do they miss you? They're... Oh my gosh, I miss them. To be yeah. honest with you, I miss my family. I miss them. I miss. It's been a routine of mine for the last twenty-two years. Um, yes, uh, I miss them a lot. The club is absolutely. I mean, I see. I always knew I never needed to be there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, it's uh, it's running great. Um, the members and the owners and, uh, you know, the, the team that we have there, everybody's just supportive. I get emails every day, you know, all the guys, it's, it's incredible. It's yeah. incredible. Yeah. Every- it's cool. It, Joe Gickis has got the golf course in a phenomenal shape. It's not a yeah. blade of grass out of place. When I go back, it's perfect. So yeah, very blessed. Membership is doing well. Uh, That's cool. cool it's yeah. correct that you have that tiny little target green out in one of the water hazards is that uh, from what i've seen online right uh, it's, it's, that's like the, 19th that. the 19th hole. hole yeah that's really cool oh, yeah. how far does that play and have you ever hit the green <laughs> oh god yeah it's 80 yeah. yards it's down it's oh, it? built a little platform right off the yeah. side of the clubhouse yeah. uh, that you hit off of it's it's awesome 80 yards down but it's down about a 70 foot drop 80 foot drop into the water okay um it's a really cool and then we've opened up a few more shots to the 14th green which is about 200 and 20 yards and then the 17th green over to the left side if we do uh, i think it's about 200 and maybe 15 yards to get to that one so there's right. there's different that's cool things that we can hit at from up top it's cool how many yeah, beers do you think fun. get consumed around that short target hole in OMG. one year <laughs> I, I, <laughs> a lot <laughs> yeah and martinis i mean the you know yeah. the waiters are just constantly going but you know oh, that what else fun. can we get you that's no, great when you guys are down, come on down. You got to hit a shot. Yeah, we'd love Sounds to. Good. Yeah, we'd love to. You know, Rob, uh, think about all the great players that you're playing with, all the guys that Mike and I grew up watching and, and, and listening to, and not only on the Golf Channel, but on all networks. And, you know, when you see Steve Stricter and Ernie Els and uh, Miguel Angel Jimenez, he's such a character, uh, or any, any of the top players, Darren Clark, you know, I could just keep on going when you see them all out on the range and practicing and you're talking and conversing, you ever pinch yourself where you kind of say, Hey, I'm, I'm part of this. I'm actually playing today with all these guys. You know, I did in the beginning, um, mm-hmm. I, you know, I did in the beginning in the first few weeks, of course, you know, cause it's like, wow, it was all so new. And now it's just, you know, it, it, they're guys just out there trying to make a living, like like I am, you know, they're, and they're great golfers. They've been golfing forever. Um, the personalities. Yeah, it's cool. It's cool to see like Darren Clark and all these guys and they're all gentlemen. They're all Miguel. He is a character. He's awesome. Yeah. I mean, you know, <laughs> the, the Ernie else, he's, he's the sweetest guy on the planet. I mean, it's really cool. It's really cool that, you know, behind all their, you know, their brands and everything like that. They're just golfers and they're great guys, they're, you know, yeah. well, it's amazing golfers. to hear because it, it feels it seems like you have like a sense of belonging, like you belong out there now. It's no, it's no longer looking around, getting comfortable. You're kind of there now working, grinding away with these guys and uh, maybe some memorable pairings that you had uh, this year um, going out there. Maybe you could mention that to our viewers and listeners. Oh yeah. I mean, I've last two days I played with David Toms. I mean, you know, uh, I played with Ernie Els. I've, I've played with Jerry Kelly. I've, I mean, you know, I, I play with all the guys out there. It's, it's phenomenal to watch each one of these guys in their own way, you know, get the ball in the hole. Um, you know, as an instructor on the instructor side of me, you know, take away the player side of me, I look at all their golf swings and it's, mm. and they're all different. Every one mm. of them is different. And they all, they all have different flights and different characteristics and they're all really good around the greens. Right. right? 
And you look at the golf swings that are coming up now with the young kids and they're hitting it so much farther and they're all the same, <laughs> you yeah, know, right. almost they're all, you see a lot of the similar looks, right. We're learning how to make it better and more powerful. And, um, you know, so it's really cool to see, I, mean, I watched Jose Mario Fabo hit, hit wedge shots from around, around when we were playing in Michigan in the senior PGA and it, it, it never looked like no matter what wedge shot he was hitting, like he ever opened the face. Everything was square. Right. If he wanted to hit his high straight up in the sky, or, I mean, it was masterful really? to watch. Um, well, yeah, I learned, I mean, he learned I, a lot of that you know, stuff from Stevi, I guess, right? Um, I'm uh, he, sure he, he did. Yeah, yeah that's pretty incredible. It's it seems to come in their blood from Spain, like because they're all magicians uh, around the green and have fantastic touch. Uh, you know whether you know Sergio, uh, you know uh, Sevi, it's it's amazing, and uh, the mechanic is one of golf's greatest characters right now. We're sort of uh, transcends <laughs> back to the old school uh, with uh, Chichi Rodriguez and these characters, the Lee Trevinos, and who, like you said, they were like they were all different in uh, golf. And the swings were different. You know, that, I mean, yeah. it, it, you don't see that. Everybody wants to swing like Adam Scott or Tiger Woods or Rory McIlroy, very elliptical over the right shoulder, over the left shoulder. You know, it was very different. We had a author on the other week. Uh, Rob is, uh, and we're talking about Andrew Mo Norman. Stelmack. Yeah, we were yeah, talking about yeah. Mo Norman, how he's, you know, if not the greatest ball striker ever, and he's swung over his right shoulder, then down the line and looked like a Ferris wheel as he finished. He went, he followed through, but he, yeah. he was able to hit it within, you know, 20 feet um, to the pin on a three wooder driver, right? Shot after shot. <laughs> and it was, uh, yeah. and he was able when are they going to gonna make his movie? They got to make I, his they movie. have to. His movie. Right, I've heard so many things that like, a movie about Mo Norman is coming out would be yeah. incredible. Who would you cast to play Mo Norman? <laughs> I knew that was. I knew you right. You walked like, into that because we've talked about <laughs> that a little bit, and I'm still I'm not sure. He would. He'd. It would have to be an actor who could play, you know, multiple dimensions. Sort of when he was a little younger, I guess, uh, at his prime, and then in, when he got older. I don't know, Bryson. <laughs> Yeah, Bryson. Wow. <laughs> or Steve, or Steve Stricker. <laughs> you know the way, kind of like the way the moves are. Not a lot of I don't, Bryson. Yeah. You know, I, I, you know, I don't yeah. know, man. That's a good question. <laughs> Mono, yeah. I think you'd have to find an actor. I don't think there's any. Yeah, we'd have to find an actor. We'd, we'd need probably train the actor. Yeah, someone who could get into that that character acting, like like um, Jim Carrey, and he's not the right person, but that oh, type like a of physical actor, physical yeah. actor who who could get into the mannerisms of Mo, and uh, you know, but yet be able to swing similar enough that they could uh, replicate the golfer and, and 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 seem authentic in a movie. But uh, yeah. it's an Oscar award winner if they can pull this off and and get the right uh, crew. I, I I think it would be great. So. Maybe we have to take this on. <laughs> so well, many stories. Think about yeah. all the stories of Mo Norman that you heard, like from the, you know, from the breaking the tee to, I mean, to, you know, hitting uh, yeah, nine iron bottles. driver on the free. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, easy stuff. you know, yeah. at the masters with Sam Snead, you know, adjusting his grip and then him pounding, you know, 500 to 700 balls that, that night to, to find that, that, that little tip that he got, but then he couldn't hold the club the next day and kind of withdraw from the tournament. Uh, so many different stories, but so many players on the champions tour. And I guess you, you may have played with a lot of them, but you may have not played with a few players that you'd like to play with. Maybe, uh, I don't know if you've played with Lee Jansen or KJ Choi. Um, 
maybe I've played with KJ uh, in 2010. I haven't played okay. with uh, Jansen or, or, or Love yet. Yeah. Um, you know, they, uh, Lee, Lee plays a lot. Um, we just haven't gotten paired together. I, I, Davis Love hasn't played a ton this year. I think he's got some other things. He's played a few. Yeah. Um, he's got a little uh, tournament coming up this week. So. Yeah, exactly. Right. I think he was preparing <laughs> for that one. Uh, so, you know, um, but it, yeah, uh, let me see who else. Uh, Have I you played, played with, with uh, Daly? Yet. Oh, Bernard Longer. John Daly. Yep. Yeah. 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 Well, with JD. That was, uh, that was cool. Did you uh, drink um, as many beers as he did uh, during that <laughs> round? <or? laughs> hey, I didn't see him drink any beers. We were yeah, just playing yeah, golf, making uh, birdies. Yeah. But uh, is there anyone yeah. you're like looking forward to getting paired up with that you haven't yet? Everybody, everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, have you played with uh, <laughs> Duval or uh, Montgomery? Uh, I no. David and I played when we were kids. Uh, junior yeah. golf, but I haven't, we were supposed to play a practice round together at the PGA and something happened with some, it was a, a cluster, but um, no, we haven't played together yet. Uh, looking forward to it. We almost, we threatened to do a practice round together and it just never happened. So yeah. we don't have a lot of practice rounds out here. There's a lot of pro-ams. So um, not a lot yeah. of practice rounds are happening unless you get it on a Tuesday. Yeah. Do you uh, wish you had more practice rounds or do you try to get a little bit of practice uh, during a pro-am? Um, no, the programs are more for the, for the patrons. I try to, yeah. I try to really just kind of entertain the guys who are there and gals yeah. who are playing. Um, I mean, I'll sleep, see the golf course and maybe it'll hit shots and stuff, but, yeah. um, you know, I, we do our work kind of Mondays, Tuesdays, and then a little bit, you know, maybe after a program or something, and then, you know, yeah. try to get it done as much as we can. Yeah. That's the hard part. Yeah. Well, we got a couple of tournaments coming up. Do you plan to play all the tournaments, Rob? I mean, there's a couple of left. Yeah, you're gonna play all of them. So you Uh, got every uh, one of them. Have to. (laughs) So you got the constellation. Bubble boy, right now. Yeah, Yeah, you are bubble boy for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Bubble boy. That's a great episode on the Seinfeld with the uh, bubble boy. I don't know if. Hell yeah! I remember that one, of course. That's me. So there's the SAS Championship. Then you got the Dominion Energy. Uh, charity classic that's in richmond and then you got to go down to boca raton for the uh, timber tech and that just takes yeah. you right down to the uh, charles schwab cup final uh, which is yeah. in arizona i believe over at the phoenix country club and that will be i guess the top is that top 30 top 36 for that top 36 top 36 yep. for that final okay yep. great we want to play in the last event of the year that's the, that's the objective yeah <laughs> It's, it's kind of ironic that Phil Mickelson was the winner of that Phoenix Open last year. And uh, really? obviously he won't be, he won't be playing uh, yeah. <laughs> the, the Phoenix this year. <laughs> uh, but uh, you know, that brings us uh, around to, I guess, maybe a, just a general question. Uh, any thoughts on, uh, on Live and uh, uh, the PGA Tour and the way things are, uh, are transpiring right now? A lot of disruption in golf, a lot of money being made. Things have uh, changed around quite a bit for the PGA Tour. Uh, players, yeah. you know, it seems like the players are the only ones winning on, on the PGA Tour because the purses have just skyrocketed. And the going back to a calendar year, that's a little bit more comfortable. Um, any thoughts on what's happening? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I yeah. tried. No. I, tra- yeah. I tried last time. <laughs> I thought I might get something out this time. But. This is wisdom you're right here, Rob. You know, you're just not. Uh, yeah, it's the politically the right answer. You know, right. uh, yeah. You know, yeah. I can't answer for any, anybody. I know where I am. 
I, and right. I can't answer for anybody. Everybody makes their own decisions in life and, and go on. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm in my happy place. So <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, you know, stay in that bubble, right. Just get ahead of the current bubble and get into the top 36 and stay there and, 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 uh, put it together and, you know, um, get all your, um, get your full card for next year and the majors and then yep. carry on. So golf, this yep. drama will go away, right. It's probably be tumultuous for a little while, I think. And, uh, golf will win in the end. Um, uh, it, you know, the, the sport o- overall is way above this, this current drama, I think. And, um, you know, it's a shame, but, uh, that's, that's, it's sort of worked out the way it has, but, um, nothing that we can do about it uh, other than observe and, and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll just keep cheering you on and, uh, you know, watch this, uh, uh, wait for the champion circle as uh, it, it, it will happen as we've said. So, yes, it will. Thank you. I appreciate that. If you're just joining us, uh, we're talking to Rob Labris, Champions Tour golfer. Um, you could look at all the stuff that he's doing at roblabritz.com. You could follow him on social media, on Twitter, and I believe Instagram as well. Um, any shout outs that you'd like to give to some of the uh, sponsors or uh, people that you've been working with? I know you've got a new relationship with V1 Sports, so that's uh, fairly exciting. Uh, would you like to share something about that? Oh yeah, V1. I mean, I've been uh, a partner with V1 since, um, uh, well, I've been using them since 2000, I think. So we've had a long relationship. Uh, and when I got on the Champions Tour, they they wanted to see how they could help me. It was just one of those great companies like that. V1's always had a special place. I've used them every day, almost every day of my life for the last 20 some odd years, right? Great. So um, yeah. yeah, great, great group of people, innovators ahead of the curve. I mean, you know, it's uh, it's really cool to see sports videoing. Um, you can really break it down and, and figure out how to improve. And they're using pressure mats and they have all sorts of cool stuff. So uh, yeah, it's a great company. All my other sponsors, great, you know, Titleist, Centerview, um, uh, iCapital, um, Stony River Steakhouse, um, J. Alexander's Crystals, all, you know, um, Orion Infrastructure Capital, Glen Arbor Golf Club, yep. uh, Titleist, Footjoy, uh, Galvin Green, they're just amazing. Everybody's been so amazing, so helpful this year. They've made my life so easy. So thank you to everybody. It's That's been, great. It's been amazing. Yeah. That's great. Some good well, sponsors there. You know, like and... like Michael said, we're uh, living vicariously through you. Uh, we're we're cheering. Wait, we're Tooch. I'm sorry. <laughs> I forgot one of my main guys. I gotta stop you. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm not okay. to interrupt. No worries. Tooch.com. He Tooch.com. Ed Tuccio. This guy is the bomb diggity. Look up tooch.com. Uh, it's a cool little golf tournament. It's at his house. It's on the web. Um, Great. You know, go check it out. <laughs> he he is so cool. So shoot out to you, Tooch. For sure. Spell <laughs> that for us. Is it T-U-C-C or T-O-O? T-O-O-C-H.com. Okay. There yep. you go. Yep. Check it out. We'll check it out. that's exciting no that's great you know you got to do the shout outs because you know if it wasn't for our sponsors we wouldn't be doing what we're doing we're passionate about what we're doing right now uh, for golf we'd love to be out on the golf course you know i'm turning 49 in april so it's right around the corner uh, and, uh, you know, what was exciting is to, to see and hear you on with Michael breed. What was that experience like? Oh, Michael's been a friend for a long time. He's an innovator. Um, I love talking to him about golf. He's always ahead of you. 
<laughs> so yeah. he can bring out the best in he because he's, he's so tuned into the, to everything. Um, yeah, he's, he's awesome. He, um, you know, when I talk to him, he just gets right to the core of it, you know, just like you guys yeah. do. We talk about just fun stuff, what it's really like and, and, and move on. Uh, I wish him the best. He's, he's awesome. Yeah. Shout out I always to liked him on the golf channel. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's, uh, energetic and informative and creative with drills. Uh, uh, I, I've learned a lot just by watching, uh, you know, a small amount from him. So no, that's yes. really cool. That's cool to hear. Super knowledgeable, really smart. Mm-hmm. Wants to, he thinks ahead. He's just a, you know, he does a lot of leadership stuff. He's, he's, yeah. a, he's a great dude. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like a lot of the uh, golf channel analysts have gone that direction in terms of um, public speaking or, um, you know, leadership encouragement and whatnot. So, no, that that's great. Uh, Rob, is there one thing that stands out this year, like the shining moment um, that um, that you could share with us that, that really, whether it's something funny um, or just like an awesome moment, to this point that you can share with our viewers and we'll let you get oh, back man. to your laundry. One more. <laughs> uh, one more. It's so funny. I know. Right. Um, one moment. Oh man. Is there one that shines? I, you know, I, maybe by playing the senior open, I, if you want to talk about playing, you know, sort yeah. of that thing, but if it, if it's just on the other side of it, probably just getting to know all, all the idols that I've, I've looked at for the past, yeah. you know, 50 some odd years, getting to know those guys. That's, that's been pretty cool. Um, and, you know, I, I started, uh, you know, right before Q school, and I, I, I swear on things, you know, me with routine, I started drinking my athlete stuff starting right before Q school, like two months before Q school. And I've been drinking this stuff ever since when I play. And I'll tell you what, it just focuses me in same thing. It's just another mm. one of those great little things that you do that just boom, uh, keeps yeah. your inflammation down. Um, so a few things that I just do there. Yeah. Know, it's amazing that some, some routine works really well, Rob, with, you know, with diet, you know, time you wake up, how, you know, when you get to the range, like that whole routine. And then sometimes if you're not logging it or taking a journal, you don't know what worked because, you know, so you got to keep right. track of all yeah. these things. It's really important. Right. Um, you know, it, whether you shave that beard or you keep it on, you got to see what works for, for you best. <laughs> you know, I like, I like mixing it up. You got to, you know, variety is the spice of life. You know, you got to wear it a little bit, shave it off, maybe yeah. do a goatee and a mustache and shave it off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I think, I think one of the greatest moments for me was seeing you um, play and, and, you know, carrying your kids out on the golf course, you know, and, and, and being with them during the uh, press conferences and, and so that's kind of a, it, it hits us in a, in a raw nerve, you know, me being a, a dad, you know, and, and just imagining how that feels to share that moment and making it last because that video moment will last forever at some point in time somewhere. Right. So when they grow up, they'll be able to look at their dad and say, Hey, that was me. Right. So the, those were sort of like the big highlights, you know, because you don't see that often. You see a little bit on the regular PGA tour, but you don't see it on the champions tour. Yeah. I mean, I think, um, you know, just for me, I want my family to experience it as well. And and when my little daughters, when they, you know, when they come over and oh, you guys still there, when they yeah. come over and you hear dada, dada, and you see her, you know, kind of reaching for you. I mean, I can't not go over there <laughs> and grab her and give her a kiss. Right. This is yeah. a terrible thing. Um, and you know, it's, it's in your, in between shots. It's not like you got to focus on that shot. If you're focusing in, in that, you know, a moment. Wow. You know, I mean, uh, you know, take it easy yeah 
No, totally. It probably okay. bring brings yeah. you down a little bit, so relax you, give give you some yeah. more joy, and then then hit it again. Hundred percent, hundred percent. You know. Well, we're yeah. we're gonna wrap things up. Listen, Rob, we're so thrilled to have you on. We're we're yes, thankful thank and so great and, and grateful that you've come on. This is your third appearance. You know, we're we're kind of tracking and following you. Um, we're getting people. Uh, to to engage with us and ask questions about you we so it, it's pretty neat uh, to mm -hmm. develop this relationship with you so thanks for coming on and taking the time because obviously time is is really important to everyone um, is there anything uh, you'd like to mention just before you get off maybe a, a quick thanks I know you work with also with iCapital um, so that relationship there uh, Mike maybe you want to round things up by um, mentioning a few things as well uh, well, as usual, you can find us uh, on Spotify, um, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts, we are there. Uh, this will be uh, on those platforms tomorrow. And please like it, share it, uh, retweet it, whatever. We appreciate all of it. Uh, and Rob, any last uh, shout outs? You, you, you forgotten anyone? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a couple shout outs to, to my coaches who've been, who've been hooking me up. Um, you know, Tom Wilson. Yeah. Uh, you know, Carl Alexander a lot in my golf swing. Um, uh, you know, my, my physical trainer, Curtis Jackson, Bill Davis you know, spent a weekend with me and even uh, Shaheen Nakavani um, has helped me uh, in recent uh, days. So, uh, and David Frost gave me a cool bunker lesson out there. So shout out to him as well. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But we're, we're certainly just when uh, we get everything together, we'll send you a little uh, package. So we got something for you as well at the end of the season. Uh, to top things off. So uh, for uh, Michael Bleakley uh, and Rob LeBritz, I'm Raphael Kalmat. You've been listening and watching the Golf Podcast Live. We'll see you next week. <laughs>